and welcome to The Voice of Business, the monthly radio show and podcast of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. I'm Lena Teitelbaum, the Programs and Events Manager with the Gwinnett Chamber. This show is coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Each month, we feature and highlight businesses and business leaders that are members of the Gwinnett Chamber. And this month, we're excited to showcase some of our recent Moxie Award winners. Built for women who are bold in business, the Boxie Awards recognizes women who are making it happen. And joining us today in the studio, we have our On The Rise winner, Claire Gordon, who's a commercial banker for BB&T, now Truist, and Melanie Connor, CEO of Rainbow Village. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to see you. Saw you guys on, at our live in-person Moxie Awards. That was our first event that we held with 250 women I will say that it was amazing Um, it was amazing yeah I completely agree (laughs) it was a lot of fun and we also had about 65 online and everyone online truly enjoyed themselves they got to play some women's trivia while everyone in person was actually um, eating and just networking so we made it to where both anyone in their comfortable zone was able to enjoy it virtually or in person so I do appreciate both of you for attending the in-person one yeah, I was excited. My first in-person event in a while, so that was fun. I think, like you, many people in the room, <laughs> that's how, that, that was what I was saying, getting, like, that was my first event ever, and I felt so safe, and that meant a lot to us. We took a lot of precautions to make sure that the event made everybody feel safe. I wasn't even nervous going into it, because you guys took all the precautions and just made everyone feel so comfortable, socially distant, so y'all did a really great job. Yeah. Thank you. We really, we really did, we wanted everyone to the people who wanted to show up we wanted them to like you just said walk in and not feel like it was anything but that day was you know that day is full it's all about empowering women and I hope that you left with some empowerment from hearing our awesome panel and then even meeting the other winners I will want to start with the first question of what did winning this moxie award mean to you and how did you celebrate and how are you going to continue celebrating it we'll start with you Melanie I was probably the most surprised person in the room uh, what I won, I looked at the list of women that were on the, uh, the, in the pay it forward category, and I thought, there's no way I'm going to win this thing. Um, so I was really excited about it, and it has meant uh, for me an opportunity, both personally and professionally, to expose Rainbow Village to a community that might not ordinarily have heard about it. So um, I was really excited. And with regard to celebrating, I'm going to have to postpone that like I've done most other celebrations. But definitely that night, you know, went home and shared it with family and friends and uh, took pictures and posted on Facebook, which I rarely do, uh, but was really excited to have won. So it was it was uh, it was fantastic. Well, I'm glad that you were surprised. That's definitely a part of it. Mm -hmm. And I think you were very well deserving of that recognition. Thank you. Claire, what about you? I was completely shocked. I mean, when they started off saying was a graduate of UGA 2018, I said, wow, there's one of my classmates won it. That's incredible. (laughs) And then they said my name and I was completely honored and shocked. But I think just even being nominated with an amazing group of women like Melanie and so many others that are just so pivotal for our community and just do so much amazing work. I still am shocked I won and I am just so thankful to the Gwinnett Chamber and all of these women who are really just empowering others and helping make our community a better place to be. Absolutely and both of you are very involved within our chamber walls. You know Melanie I know you're uh, on the Gwinnett Young Professionals Board is that correct? I am on the Gwinnett um, Young Professionals Board and 
have really loved being on it. Chase Battled has done an incredible job as well as just influencing a lot of the young professionals to get involved in, you know, different activities and community service. It's such a great organization. I would recommend anyone um, that's a young professional to come and join us. That's awesome. And Melanie, I know Rainbow Village because you guys actually do a whole sponsorship at our golf tournament. And I got to learn a lot about what you guys do. um, And I loved it. And uh, even more to that, I love that we were able to give back our Kendra Scott. The purchases from everyone went back to Rainbow Village was very important to me to be able to give something back because I come from a nonprofit background, so I know how important that is. $5 or 5000 it's so important. Absolutely. Yeah, that was definitely um, icing on the cake for sure, uh, getting the additional 20%, so that, that was fantastic. My next question is, how are you empowering other women, whether it's in your career or just in your personal life? Yeah, that's a, kind of an interesting question, and I think that... You know, I, re- I recalled something that a mentor said to me one time when, and it was a guy at the time, and he said, you can't lead from the back. What he was saying to me, because I always like to go in place, I said in the back of the room, I don't really, you know, kind of nondescript, but he said, you can't lead from the back. And I took exception to that because I think that you may not be able to always lead from the back, but you can certainly empower others to lead. And so for me and the way that I live my life, I, I do kind of prefer to be the one that's encouraging others to do what they can do. Because a lot of times you see things in people that they don't see in themselves, or they have dormant you know, kinds of acti- um, things inside of them that they don't even know are there, and they need somebody to call that out. So for me, it is all about just really encouraging other women to do what I know that they're capable of doing. I've just been so lucky with all the mentors in my life to really help guide me and you know push me to be the best person that I can be. And so for me, it's opening myself up to others, seeing how I can um, answer their questions, what advice I can give. And our organization, Truist, has done a really great job of setting up mentorship opportunities, as well as empowering time off to really invest in the community. So I'm just so thankful to work for Truist, but also um, in the Gwinnett community, because I feel like there's so much opportunity and so many great mentors um, that really push everyone. Both of you are in a position of, you know, you you do manage people. What is something that you can, like, if there is something that they look back on and say, like you just said about that person and you say about your mentors, that you know that is your brand, what would they say about you? Like, what is something that stuck out to them that they can take with them in whatever career they go to? I think for for me it's probably that I'm, I'm generally a straight shooter. Um, you don't have to wonder where you stand with me, and I think that's important a lot of times when you, you know, not 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 that I'm not, and it's a double negative, uh, politically correct, but certainly wanting to make sure that people understand the importance of what we're doing and the urgency of the work that we're doing as well. And so sometimes you just don't have time to, to fluff it up. You have to go ahead and just um, put it out there and, and um, you know, hopefully get back what, you, what you're seeking. For me, I, I think every person is a gift and everyone has something really special to contribute and so I really try and push that out of people kind of like what Melanie was saying they might not see it in their own eyes but I want people to be empowered I want people to feel special and know that they have a gift to give to others Um, whether that be you know giving back to the community or internally as an organization I hope that's what people get you know when they're around me but who knows (laughs) (laughs) I think they would another question is who is someone that has helped you as a mentor 
like from now, but also someone that maybe was a mentor three, five years ago that you might not talk to, but they were very influential to you? I'd have to say, you know, I have been very blessed to have several mentors, but the, the two women that stand out most for me are my mom and my grandmother. Uh, they're now both deceased, but what I loved about them was that they were kind of a quiet storm. Um, they weren't always the people that, as soon as they walked in the room, you know, they wanted to make sure that everybody knew they were there, but they had a presence about them. And I loved that they were quiet, but they still took care of business. And that's what I try to emulate as well for others, that you don't always have to be the person that, you know, bursts the door open and make sure that everybody knows that you're in there, but, um, but that you're getting the work done and that your work speaks for, for what you're doing, for you. A hundred percent. I think for me, I mean, I've had so many great mentors, just some of them being my manager, Scott Jordan, Alan Najar, Daniel Carey. But one of the two biggest, just similar to your answers, um, is my mother, but also my special needs sister, Katie. She has so much going against her, but her belief that she can accomplish anything she puts her mind to, no matter what the odds are, is just inspiring. And so I just try and have that mindset when going into a difficult situation or just every day to just know anything that I want to accomplish is possible and just to push on no matter what the odds are. I love that. That's definitely a good motivator yeah. on those bad days when you think <laughs> everything's going wrong. Right. And I swear, if, you just, um, if you're having a terrible day and she just smiles at you and says it's all going to be okay, you know it is yeah, because yeah. we're just also for- fortunate to be here. Well, outside of your roles, what is something that most people don't know about you? whether it's a hobby or whatever. What is something that most people do not know about you outside of work? Kind of an open book, I guess. I don't do much, <laughs> but um, I guess one thing that, <laughs> that people may not know about me is I used to love to jump on a pogo stick. <laughs> so that was like my favorite thing to do. It's a crazy, you know, but it's great exercise yeah. and all of that. I've done it in a long time, but he used to really love that. So it's something that probably my dad knows and he brings up that story all the time. But um, but a lot of people probably wouldn't know that about me. How quickly can we get a pogo stick in here, right? <laughs> <laughs> do you still have one? I do not have one, but I bought one for my nephew. Oh, so okay. they, they almost want to try down. to challenge me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's incredible. Kind of like Melanie, I'm an open book. I guess I'm originally from South Africa and have a passion to travel. So that's what I love to do in my off time. I wish I had a cool talent like pogo sticking. <laughs> Maybe something to try during the co- you know the there COVID you extra yeah, hours. There you go. <laughs> Definitely. That's when I think a lot of people have been trying different things. Oh, and, for sure. You know, and home improvement, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let us not forget everyone's COVID projects. Yes. Uh, what is something that's happened in each of your careers that you can that made you gain the experience that you have now? Like, what was that pivotal moment in your career where you were like, whoa, I'm here? Or, clear, I'm a young professional as well. We've had that happen, but we're going places, but we've had it happen. So what was that time? I don't know if it's it was the whoa, I'm here time, but, but something that really kind of empowered me uh, was that I was complaining one time on a job. It was my very first job where I had a real W-2 and all that. But I was complaining to my boss because I had done something and obviously had done it well, but then they were asking me to do more. And so he said, well, if you don't want to do it, just mess it up the first time they ask you (laughs) and they won't ask you again. And, you know, I stepped back and I kind of laughed when he said it, but then I thought about the fact that, well, I'm not going to mess it up. 
I mean, I, and so at that point, for me, I decided that I'm, I'm always going to try and achieve excellence. Not perfection, but excellence. And I'll continue to try and do the best that I can regardless. And so I still complain from time to time when people ask me to, to do things. But it was, a, it was a pivotal moment for me because I realized that I wasn't um, satisfied with mediocrity and that I wanted to make sure that what I did, I did well. And so it was a joke from him, but it really kind of changed the way I looked at the things that I did. I know, and you're achieving so much right you now. Are. <laughs> <laughs> For me, so in our leadership development program, after I graduated from UGA, I was lucky enough to get into our LDP, as we call it, for Truist. And throughout the program, you have no idea where you're going in the bank. You just know it has to be within you know, the certain states that we were located in, um, you get exposure to various areas. So I kind of had in the back of my head an idea of where I was going to be placed. You know, I thought it was HR, um, was going to do something along the, that route. Well, placement day came and I found out I was going to be a commercial banker in Atlanta, which was my goal at the very end of the program. But it took me kind of a while to figure out what I wanted to do. And so that day of placement, I was just filled with excitement and almost relief because I knew it was going to be a new chapter. And while initially it's not what I thought I was going to be doing, it ended up being my dream job. Mm -hmm. And so kind of figuring out that you can have a plan and an idea of where you're going, but it's not always what you think it's going to end up to be. So it's a good lesson. Um, and I wouldn't be here without that decision. Yeah. So I can agree to that <laughs> <laughs> how about for the next winners of 2021 moxie it's crazy to think of 2021 but right. it's coming <laughs> hopefully sooner than later <laughs> um what would uh we'll start with the pay it forward award melanie what would what advice would you give that upcoming winner on just you know holding the title of the pay it forward winner for this year what would you give them yeah i would say you know just do keep doing what you're doing. Um, I, I can recall, you know, when I worked, I used to work for Coca-Cola and during that time, um, wanting to do more. It was a great job, great group of people, got to travel, you know, American Express card, all those wonderful trappings that we are told are really important in our lives. But I wanted to do something more and I got laid off from Coke. And it really kind of opened up an opportunity for me to go into nonprofit industry. It severely cut my, my salary, um, which was a shock to the system. But, you know, but overall, in terms of it being ministry for me, it was meaningful. And so for the Pay It Forward um, nominee for, nominees for 2021, I would say, you know, make sure that you're doing those things that are important to you, you know, both heart and head, and to just keep doing what you're doing because at some point it will be recognized. I think that, you know, our gifts make room for us. And so, you know, a lot of times you're, you're there and you're churning, and you're working hard and you're, you know, not looking for any recognition, but it's always awesome to get it out of boy every once in a while. So um, I would say to them to just keep doing what they're doing. I love that. I guess it, it goes into, um, I listened to a podcast that said something like, don't be your work title, be more than your work title. Right. And I think that's so important. I think a lot of people just focus on, well, this is all I have to do. It's like, well, that's great, but you can do so much more and accomplish. You could get noticed for different things Absolutely. you do. Claire, what about you? What would you tell the on the rise winner or just nominees? 
how do I follow up to that? Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> no, I mean, similar to what you were saying, just keep doing what you're doing. Um, the Gwinnett community has given so much to me. And so I'm just so thankful for this award, but also the opportunity to give back to Gwinnett, um, whether it be volunteering in different positions, um, taking leadership. While you should know your capacity, I think it should be a big priority to um, give back and just take on more responsibility when you have available time it's so important yeah i love that i agree giving back is very important yes well this has been the gwinnett chambers monthly radio show and podcast the voice of business you can enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com and selecting the gwinnett studio and then clicking the voice of business the show is also available on apple itunes iHeartRadio, spotify or wherever you listen to to your favorite podcast Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our future shows. Until then, I'm Lena Teitelbaum, and you're listening to The Voice of Business on Business Radio X. (laughs) 